Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Dollhouse is the movie that I'm talking about today. This is a film that came out in 1995. Independent film written and directed by Todd Solins. And it's a movie that I watched many many years ago back in the days where i had direct tv and on direct tv there was this little channel called ifc the um, uh, independent film channel and that is the channel where i fell in love with independent film and loved the just kind of the different and offbeat stories that you would hear here you'd see you'd watch you'd experience uh, watching these movies on IFC, and this was one of them for sure. And it's been a long time, so I wanted to revisit it. And uh, one of the reasons I wanted to revisit it is that I myself am writing a script, writing a story that is set in the same time period as this movie, 1995-ish, uh, as well as uh, a movie that features the characters are in middle school, which this movie is one of the few movies that was made that has been made uh, that is telling stories of kids in junior high slash middle school. So for those reasons, I decided to take another look at this movie to see what it does to see, you know, just to rewatch it in general, but also, you know, to do my research as well. Um, and this is a great movie. First off, you want to talk about a movie, one of the predecessors to Napoleon Dynamite. One of the movies before Napoleon Dynamite came out where you have your main character is just so awkward. Uh, this one is an awkward girl who's in middle school uh, who is uh, Dawn Wiener is her name. And uh, she is the main character of this film. And it's kind of just similarly to Napoleon Dynamite. There's no real uh, plot. It's not your, your typical kind of uh, movie that has a driving force where this character is supposed to be overcoming something specific or whatever. Uh, it's more of a slice of life in some ways, but it's also about a time in a kid's life where you are really cracking out of your childhoodness and into a more mature person. Like you're taking those first steps into maturity, which, you know, middle school is a very interesting time. I mean, as far as I don't obviously don't know what it's like. For a girl, a woman to go through puberty, to go through those years. But I definitely know what it's like for me, what it was like for me. And I relate to this. I related to this character quite a bit, despite the fact that we are two separate genders. Uh, but the awkwardness, the kind of the bullying that you, you, you deal with in school, uh, all of those things kind of r rang true. But uh, for for the most part, uh, the the Napoleon Dynamite vibe uh, was uh, serious uh, in in watching this. Um, but yeah, we're following Dawn as she, you know, she's dealing with 
bullies in school. She's dealing with she has siblings. She has a younger sister. She is the middle child. She has a younger sister and an older brother. Both of her parents are around, so the family dynamic is very different than me. I was an only child raised by a, a single mom. And uh, aside from that, the, the stress that comes with going to school, being the awkward person, being, the, being bullied, uh, definitely felt true. Also, like, what it's like being, like, what bullying is like. And like just how kids are 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 like at that age where it's like they will go they will like over exaggerate the things that they say and the things that they will do in a way because they they don't know that's like the only way they know how to manipulate a situation like there is one of these characters in this movie is a bully of Dawn who ends up becoming like the cru- not a crush but the the relationship between Dawn and this other character whose name is Brandon um or Brendan right Brendan no Brandon is the the character's name their relationship changes like when it starts he's a bully he's like one of the school bullies like he threatens to rape her which is crazy but also like a thing kids say like i remember being bullied and like for me my only outlet was playing basketball like that's where I found my friends that's where like my friend group was that's when I felt like I belonged to something was when I was playing basketball with my friends and when we played basketball we would play basketball against all kinds of people pick up basketball whoever showed up we played against them and one of the things you do when you play basketball is you talk shit And when you're a kid, you want to talk shit in the most offensive and toxic way because that is how you feel you need to manipulate the situation, to scare the person. So, like, when he's telling her that he's going to rape her, that is, like, he he doesn't know anything in between that. Like, he doesn't, like, that, it's, it's just, like, the extreme is where he goes. Uh, and it, it's just crazy. It's crazy to like be reminded of how like extremes are now. Like you have to worry about guns and things like that uh, with kids bringing guns into school. But as far as the language is concerned, and as far as like kids not understanding the power of their language, uh, it's not that surprising that this kid would would use that that term in order to scare the main character, Don. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Now you can wear The Many Faces, original art by Ray Taylor. Select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings. All products made with high quality materials, made right here in the USA. Go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch to browse the entire collection and save yourself an extra 10% when you check out by using coupon code RTS. TMF. So once again, go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now back to our show. Uh, there's also his girlfriend. Uh, like there's a bathroom confrontation where Dawn goes to use the restroom. But then when she sees that somebody else is in there, she decides not to. I remember plenty of times 
going into the restroom at school and like seeing that people that are you know bullies in the bathroom in there so it just be like avoiding problems was the number one like the number one objective was to avoid at all costs if you can avoid uh, a confrontation you will do that and when she's in the bathroom and then she sees this girl's in there who's another one of her bullies it's just like she she changes her mind she's like i don't want to go there i don't need to take a shit and it just it brought me back it brought me back and it's also the time where you're like in that transition where dawn is still like playing with toys she's got like her clubhouse in the backyard where she hangs out with her friend and but then she's like starts having these feelings this crush on this guy who's part of her older brother's band and they tr they practice in the garage and you know he's like this older kid in high school who wants to to go to the city to become a musician or whatever and she's just like enamored with him and it's like it's like her first real crush and just like really not understanding the differences in the the two age ranges and it's like i remember you know for me it's for boys it's different for sure like you know when you have a crush for me i was a fat kid growing up i was a nerd i would you know like i said i played basketball so i'd have a basketball and under one arm and then i'd have like my portfolio for all my artwork under the other arm as i'd go to school so a lot of opportunities to get picked on like my hair was greasy i had dandruff my clothes didn't fit because i hit a growth spurt and my mom wasn't buying me clothes you know so i'd like I t remember taking the cuffs out of my pants to make my pants look longer. They were super tight on me, right? This was way before tight jeans were a thing. Like, baggy stuff was in, was popular when I was a kid. So, me wearing tight, high-water jeans with black shirt covered in dandruff, greasy hair because I thought showering is what caused the dandruff. And also, like, I didn't like my hair all fluffy and whatever, you know? I wanted it to 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 look a certain way um just so messed up but that's like those were the things that like i like i was just such a target on so many levels for people and just the thought of having a crush on an older girl or just a girl in general was like so laughable but at least in this in this movie you see her trying to become a groupie for the her brother's band and trying to you know trying to do what she thinks she needs to do to get on this guy's radar which is it's funny i mean this this movie is very much like a dark comedy like there is a scene right there's a scene where our main character dawn right she's not happy at school she gets bullied right her bully like she has this weird relationship with one of her bullies that like says he wants to rape her but it's clear that he wants her to be his girlfriend even though he has a girlfriend like a very complex confusing relationship between dynamic between the two of them she she doesn't have she like passes on the bullying tactics that she gets uh you know subject to while she's at school she brings those home to like try to bully her siblings which works to varying degrees 
And there's this moment where her parents are having a 20-year anniversary, and her parents are asking her to get rid of her clubhouse, which, you know, destroys her. Uh, and she's not happy with that. So she's not happy with her family. She's not happy with the fact that her family's always taking her other two siblings' side. She knows that the, her younger sister is super good at manipulating her parents. And there's this uh, VHS tape that they recorded the 20th anniversary of her parents this party that they had in the backyard there's this vhs tape that she goes and she destroys in the front yard with a hammer like she sneaks out early in the morning destroys it with a hammer and then when she goes back inside there's a moment where she you know she shares a room with her younger sister and there's a moment where she raises the hammer up while she's looking at her sister where it's like this movie could take a turn bad (laughs) like it's clear that she's like definitely contemplating smashing her younger sister's skull with a hammer which i'm sure if i had siblings that's i like i had friends that had siblings obviously so i so i know the drama that goes on between that and i'm sure there are many kids that have siblings that have had similar thoughts where they've contemplated with a hammer in their hand what it would be like to just smash their sibling's skull in. Obviously, she doesn't. But what she does do, which is crazy, it's like this movie takes a few turns, like super interesting turns towards the end. Like, she, there's this situation where the like she, Dawn is asked to pass on a message to her younger s- sibling that she's going to be picked up or whatever by this person after practice of some sort. And Don decides not to pass on that message. And what happens is that her younger sibling gets kidnapped. She goes missing. And it's like it's like this situation where she just mom- just like a day ago she was going to smash her skull in and now she is the center of attention for the whole town because she's gone missing. And it's it's like it's like also a crazy time because in the 90s that's what everybody was worried about that i mean i guess there's still people worried about kids being abducted but the reality is which this movie illustrates great is that when kids get abducted it's by people they know and of course this girl was abducted by the father of one of their friends And she had her in a basement. She actually had a good time because she got to watch TV and nobody bothered her. And she got to eat, you know, whatever she wanted. And it was like a good time. Like nothing actually happened to her, but she was kept in a basement for a while. So nothing happened to her yet. I think he like filmed her while she danced in her ballerina outfit or something like that. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. 
and so many more things are being added every day to Inspire Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspire Disorder Plus member today. But yeah, I mean, that's... Which is nice that this movie at least made it a point to kind of clarify that situation that it's not like strangers that are abducting kids now maybe that does happen i'm sure it does happen especially depending on what country you're in and things like that but for the most part if your kid ends up missing it's probably somebody you know somebody in the family that's done it same thing with like molestation all the all the horrible things that happen to kids generally happen from parents uh relatives and close friends those are the people that are going to hurt the kids the most uh not some mythical boogeyman that's that's out there so i appreciate that um she has like there's a moment where you see she built this shrine in her bedroom to like to steve this this guy that's in her brother's band and it's like you definitely saw that i you know for me I had like I didn't have a shrine to any women. Like I didn't have posters of women up. I had posters of like I had basketball posters up. So I had like Michael Jordan, Dennis Rodman, uh Grandmama Johnson, like I Magic Johnson. Like I had basketball players up. Those were like my my like idols growing up were all these basketball players. I never really had like it was weird like being into women like my mom thought i was gay for a long time because i wasn't openly you know talking about women but it's like i'm not like i'm not talking that's not something i'm going to discuss with my mom Ooh, gross like i'm not going to be talking about my to my mom about my crushes on girls and women that's not the person i'm going to talk to about it because she's a girl why would i talk to a girl about my crushes on girls it doesn't make any sense. Uh, and my mom just not really knowing who I am and not never really being around much, uh, she just assumed I was gay. Uh, but for Dawn, which I remember, like, my friends around that age, like, they, there's always, and it's, like, kind of a trope, like, they'd always have, like, pictures that they would cut out of magazines of boys uh, that they were into. And Dawn went to the next thing where she had, like, basically a shrine uh to steve uh where she would like light a candle and she would like pray that she would he, she he would like recognize her he would notice her and uh fall in love with her um there's also a scene where she's playing video games on an arcade game inside a convenience store which i would go to uh a video store there's a video store kind of near i mean i had to ride my bike it was probably a mile away or a few miles away uh but my friend and i we would ride our bikes to this video store and uh they had a street fighter game and i remember riding our bike like far far like i can't imagine kids riding that far today uh you know on your bike going down busy streets to go play arcade game but it, it took me back the scene where she's playing this arcade game in a, like a 7-Eleven, and then the bully comes in with his group of friends, and they, they you know, they do their bullying stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, 
it's kind of a great like a great movie i definitely enjoyed this movie more watching it this time than i did you know like 20 years ago when i watched it for the first time because i definitely watched this you know i was probably in my early 20s when i watched it the first time uh on ifc and uh i definitely now that i have a lot more distance from that time period in my life uh but also like now that i've been thinking a lot of that time period with like writing i'm like as far as my where i'm at with my script my movie script is i'm just taking like i know the a lot of the aspects of the movie that i want different scenes i know the overall story i want but like kind of watching these movies to take me back to what it was like to kind of just reframe what it's like to be that age now this movie came out in the 90s but it's not like chocked full of like 90s stuff right like the steve wears the the headphones or those like puffy foam ball headphones that you'd wear that you know you plug into your walkman and wear you know you're listening to music off cassette tapes like there's little details that are like okay like because most movies where it's like they're set in the 90s they would just jam it with all the the 90s stereotypical shit like a 90s soundtrack 90s this 90s that like make it super 90s but the reality of what it was like in the 90s is definitely closer to this movie where it's like you can tell like the technology, you know, coming home after school, plopping on the couch to watch TV, you know, filling a glass of, of soda, not being able to drink soda on the couch. which I don't know if I ever had those rules, but I know certain people had those rules and just like the treat of being able to drink soda. It, it like this movie in so many ways was like a crazy time travel back to the 90s. Uh, which I appreciated. I appreciated it. And it's a great movie. I, I really did enjoy this movie. So I'd highly recommend checking it out. Uh, it is called Welcome to the Dollhouse. And uh, I don't remember where I watched it. It's on some streaming platform. So if you have, go to, go to the app Just Watch. Type in Welcome to the Dollhouse. And if you're a fan of, like, Napoleon Dynamite, if you want to be taken back to, uh, you know, the 90s to follow this girl on her, like, quest to try and you know to try and discover who she is uh in this time where it's like it's so new to be stepping out of that childhood that that like childhood playing with toys kind of reality into just the slightest bit of of what it's like to get older uh i, I would recommend it uh welcome to the dollhouse check it out New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.